Hey guys, thanks for joining us for episode 98 of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I am Eric. And today we're going to continue our revolving journey through the eras of Kamen Rider with Heisei Phase 2, episode 24 of Kamen Rider Double, entitled L on the Lips, The Liar is You. It aired February 28, 2010. It was written by Riku Sanjo and was directed by Yuta Tasaki. And Eric was telling me that Riku Sanjo is the one that's going to be doing the anime coming up, right? Well, well he's he well uh he is the writer for the manga that the anime is based off. Okay, okay. So yeah, so he so he wrote the he, the manga which is the sequel continuation of this Double. story. He, he's the head writer for Double. Okay. Uh he writes cuz the manga is still going on. Right. So he writes the Futo PI manga okay. that is going to be turned into the Futo PI show next okay. year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, now I'm on the same page. Yeah. So and he also wrote uh, was the head writer for Drive, which I say is like Double and Drive are the two shows to show new people. Right, exactly. They're, they're not super serious shows, but they are serious shows. Right. They have serious things in them, but they also have like the goofiness. And so it's like if you like Double and you like Drive, you'll find something to like in every season of Common Rider. Right. So it's like it's <laughs> it's not necessarily the uh it's the best cross section. Right. right. Yeah. It, it's, it's a nice like, blend. Yeah. So it's like it's got the goofiness but the seriousness. You mean and double starts off with the Yeah. Chief getting shot, and then it goes on to like a giant T Rex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's like the second time I watched that episode, uh, season one, because they they you know just put it on YouTube. The yeah, other it's day. on the Toku, uh, Toku. It's the Toei Tokusatsu Worldwide YouTube channel. I think it's called. Mm -hmm. And they put they're still doing it too. They're like adding the first couple of episodes of like every Heisei show. Right. It's like, and they put on the first two episodes of Black and Black RX, which is weird because because the, the first episode of Black RX spoils the end of black yeah because <laughs> it's a sequel <laughs> show but they just put the two episodes up and they just put right the, uh i just watched uh because i'm giving them the views and but i just watched the first episode of deno which, mm. which was like bet is like the biggest the, the one that people like and i'm like i'm watching this and i'm like oh, you just it. <laughs> it's so because the main character is literally just like a pushover ah uh, i mean that's like <laughs> Just to tell you, so the opening scene is him getting, like, he's, like, the unluckiest man in the world. Okay. And so the opening scene is, like, a bunch of punks being, like, pushing him and stuff. And, they're like, they, like, take his wallet and they look at it and they're, like, he's got a tag with his name and address on the wallet. Uh. And they're, like, they're, like, why is your name and address on the wallet? He's, like, well, you're just going to throw it away after you take the money out. So this is, this may come back to me easier. <laughs> <laughs> And oh like, man! It's like, oh, you've you've been through this a few times. And he walks away, and like they're all walk the the punks are walking away. They didn't beat him up or anything. They walked away, just took his wallet, and he's just like, oh okay. And he sees like a a can on the ground. And he picks it up and he like throws it into a trash can. It bounces off the trash can, hits one of the guys in the back, and they're just like, oh, what? did you throw that at me? Oh, <laughs> this just guy. Go beat him up. <laughs> and like that's the thing is like so in Deno, the main plot of it is like uh. Okay, it's it's weird because it involves time travel, but like beings from the future come back in time. <laughs> they possess people, and if they grant the people that wish, they're able to enter those people's memories to go farther back in time, materialize in the past, and change the past. Oh, okay, okay. And like the joke is, is that he doesn't really have a wish, mm. and so they end up being the different form. And and the joke of about him being incredibly unlucky is he gets possessed by multiple of them. Okay, okay, and each yeah. Each one of them is the different form for the common for common rider Deno. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> but he's just like an incredibly unlucky person, and I think he gets some spine a little bit later. See, but that's it's like that's kind of the thing is, uh, 
I don't mind a character that starts off pitifully weak and and has no will if over time they but like get something. When you're watching like the show Deno, the Imogen are possessing him. Yeah. So they are more the common rider. Yeah, and he's just kind of this vessel that's like uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's like it's I'm like <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm like this is the most favorite one. It's it's like I think it like it's nostalgia maybe. You know, the, I think also you know, yeah, I can't really add like, to that. Like, That's basically like, it. Like yeah. I said, it, they like they keep going, mm. and they don't use the same actor anymore. But like, it really does show the strength of that actor. Like I said, right? Because he has to. Because he has to basically be five different people. Yeah, because yeah. um, they possess him when he's normal too. Oh, not not only when he's the common writer. They possess him when he's just like a normal person. Okay, so you actually see facial expressions yeah, and he, movements and stuff. And, and like the the only way you know which one is possessing him is that they all have like it's like one streak of different colored hair. Right. So like uh, Momotaro, it's a red streak, and then like the other ones are like a blue streak and a yellow okay, streak. Okay, so you can tell just because the colors change. Yeah, so you and gotta that, pay attention. And, and then he's like a completely different character. Like one is like a con artist, and like one is like a, a beatboxing like kid, and like, oh, okay. the other one is all right. like, uh, you. You know, uh, like a old style, like uh, uh, sumo wrestler, shogun warrior, or something uh-huh. like that. So they're all like incredibly different characters. And so it shows like it's really good for the actor, but it's not really good for the character. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, that you just got to remind me, like when we go to watch it, you have to be like, okay, remember this is the character that's spineless weakling. Because <laughs> if I know from the beginning that's their character <laughs> yeah. and that that's what I should expect, like for example, everyone complains about Shinji. In Neon Genesis, yeah, it's like the number was like, what the heck? The whole I'm like, I don't see what you guys are talking about. This is this makes perfect sense for his character background. Like everything's adding up. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to count on him to help me out in a fist fight in the streets or anything. Yeah, you're like, you know, you're, you're like, do, did you did you see his backstory? Yeah, yeah. it's I like mean, it, it's amazing. This kid isn't drooling in the corner, right? I'm like, about? I'm like the only one not complaining about him being a spineless weakling. Uh, so there's that, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I know that, you know, on some level, I can like it. It's just that on one hand, I've, I've got, uh, I'm just using zero one here as an example. Sometimes he's like, I'm going to go for it. And then other times he's like, okay, you just beat him up for the third time. You do it again. And I'm going to tell your mom, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's like, come on, man, just stick up well, for yourself. The, I mean, now he's doing it, but. Well, the problem with like, uh, what I think is really interesting with the problem with um, uh, Arata is the fact that he like. He's oh every situation is foreign to him. Yeah, because he's because he's it's like totally different. Totally different. You know, he he's he he became the CEO of this company, and so like everything is like a uh, I don't know what's going on. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I get it, but thankfully we have Shotaru here and Double <laughs> who sticks up for himself, and yeah. we have uh, now we have Excel and Philip. Even Philip in his own way does too. Yeah. I mean, he's not necessarily going to get into fist fight, but I, I, he might plot well, your that, murder. That's the thing is like, what's cool about. <laughs> Philip is Philip is the guy who's just like, I don't care if it doesn't c- contain to me. And like, that's his constant character. Uh huh. He's just like, like, let them kill. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm only doing this because you care about it so much. Right. <laughs> you know, the only reason he's about justice is because Shotaro is about justice. Yeah. And he like is friends with Shotaro. It's like, all right, fine. You bring me along with this again. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I, I guess we'll stop the murder. Right. <laughs> But yeah, going back to like the, the reason why I brought that up that they they released the episode on YouTube and I watched it again is because I was watching the first episode and I was like, okay, I really don't dislike Philip as much as I did the first time I watched this. Because like, like now I'm like, oh okay, no, this is starting to make sense. Yeah, it was such a good introduction to those characters. It was. I mean, it's like now that you like now that I know and I'm watching it again, I'm like, okay, actually he's just more annoyed that she's there, but not in a like what are you doing here, get out sort of way, more of like a this is interrupting what I'm trying to do. Yeah. 
And then she adds something to it to make it like, oh, that's interesting. And then now suddenly it's like, okay, you can be here now. You, you say interesting things that I wasn't thinking about. And, and, and so, like Takoyaki. It's like, first off, it's like, get out of here. I've learned everything I need to know about Mount Fuji. So, so the funny thing is, is like when I was watching, when we were first watching it, I, would tell, I was t- always telling you like how much I thought Akiko was awesome. And you uh-huh. probably were like, dude, whatever. She's like, yeah, oh, exactly. Scary. But you go back and watch it and you haven't even finished the show. You're like a little over half, a right. little under halfway. Yeah, but Ak- then you, Akiko is another example. Yeah, yeah. And you go back and you watch that first episode you're like she's an amazing character yeah if you really think about it <laughs> you're like this character is like awesome <laughs> it's like the perfect dynamic for the all three of them and everything so, it is yeah it, if, if you get a chance uh you should um go watch it on youtube give it a thumbs up so that they they can see the analytics and see like oh people like like the show and are watching mm-hmm. so yeah they need the numbers just yeah, so that way they'd be like okay we can expect at least this many people to buy it and yeah. who knows how many people they'll tell and so on and so forth yeah because they they're really pushing the 15th anniversary thing by like putting like pretty much all they're like putting a ton of the first couple of episodes mm-hmm. and everybody's just hoping that like this is just showing people that those there's views, a market they can actually see exactly how many people are watching this yeah and seeing how many people like it and seeing what the market is and so uh the subtitling is okay yeah, yeah, i mean it's not yeah. the worst subtitling i've seen worse I've seen uh, better. yeah yeah you know definitely they uh like um so in uh, the, the thing is is like in uh deno the main uh momotaro he's like the sword form he's the one you see every time when you see deno mm. uh the red one yeah uh he has a saying and they like butcher the saying in the translation and his saying is is that from the start to the finish i'm always at climax okay okay and so what it is is like he never he, he's like i have no warm up yeah i start at the peak and i'm always there but it's always but he says the word climax mm-hmm. like in uh, the english word climax right and they translated it as i go all out all the way <laughs> yeah i mean and it makes sense but it's like <laughs> yeah he's saying climax and if you're reading the subtitles and you hear him say climax you're like wait what because like one of one of Denno's, like, if not Denno's final form is called climax form. Yeah. I think the problem <laughs> is that people have associated the word climax with orgasm, and so here we are now. Yeah, but it's just... It's one of those words that have been appropriated. Yeah. <laughs> and now we can't get it back. Yeah. But he's just like, from start to the finish, I'm always a climax. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, do you, you, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh... Why don't you give me like a quick recap of what happened last episode so I know what, when we're going into. So last episode was the talent show. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so there was Jimmy, what's his ever his name is, Jimmy yeah. Nakama or whatever his name was. Not, Nakama. No, uh, <laughs> uh, Jimmy something or other. Mm. And he he was winning the talent show even though he was the – Skrillic? What was it? No, Skrillic's an actual band. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, it was like Skrillic or like, I keep saying Skrillic. It was oh oh oh. It was it was uh it was okay. It was th- it was something folk something like Spilk. Spilk. It was Spilk. I think it was. It was like spin. It was like a spin of folk and rock or like yeah ska or rock or something like that. Yeah. Um, Spilk. Spilk. Which is just right. him screaming. Um, <laughs> and uh, so but it turned out that there was the liar Dopont, which was being paid by his fan. Which is a brilliant thing that we hadn't had in a story thing, other than maybe the money Dopont, but he was doing it on his own thing. It's like people are paying the Dopont to do their job, to do what they do. Yeah, yeah. Instead of it being like I'm uh, getting revenge or I'm getting this, it's like no, people are paying me. Oh, that's right, right, right. And then he, then you find out it's that he, he's just doing it for fun. And money was never really about. Yeah, it. he likes messing with people, and he like called Jimmy over. Yeah, 
just to be like, okay, well, you're you're gonna say because because you're not paying me enough. He called Jimmy over before he got his payment, right? So he's like, he was gonna say it no matter what. And uh, so what it is is that he basically makes people hallucinate whatever he says. Yeah, yeah. He shoots those darts. Shoots those darts, and people think that's what's happening. Yeah. And yeah, I remember. I remember my suck being that I never actually saw Ryu get hit by the needle. He blocked them, so it was like there was the spark. Yeah, so it's but like, it does, it's not. It doesn't have to be like punctuated yeah, or anything. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just. Uh, and then they they know that that's his power, right? Because uh, yeah, Ryu and Philip figured it out, mm-hmm. and so they stopped it from hitting Shotaro or whatever. Yeah. Oh, and then and the other thing too, I remember now is that we saw we didn't know, but when. The character was getting checked out at the hospital. He's getting checked out by uh, the, the weather double. Yeah, weather double. But nobody knew. I mean, well, nobody still knows. But like at the end, we see that reveal of him getting dressed. And, and, and I want to say, Psycho uh, uh, came in. Yeah. And then also, uh, Wakana saw that it was uh, uh, Philip on Sh- the, the... on the stage, and so she knew that the other guy was Philip. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's what they were wearing the masks, and the mask got pulled off. From, it's supposed to fall off, but it was actually just pulled off. Um, and so she knows it's like, okay, so that's if the, that's the detective. That must be Philip, right? But he still had his mask on. Yeah, and supposedly that's going to be good enough. That's enough. <laughs> I, I will give it credit because did you ever watch uh, the Spirit movie? Mm-hmm. I don't know who that actor is. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, because they never showed him without the mask, and I'm pretty sure it's an actor I've seen before. Right, but like. I don't I don't care enough to actually find out. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is is like because they never showed it with or without. Mm-hmm. Like I ne- the I, thing I, the thing about a disguise like that is it only works for certain faces. Yeah. Like um, trying to think of actors who you would recognize just from the well, chin they, and the they, jaw. They, they, they you made know? a joke about it with uh, in the Green Lantern movie, which was a joke by itself. But uh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, he like showed up and. It was like to uh, Carol, and she's just like, how? And he's just like, how did you know? She's like, I've seen you naked. You think of putting on a square over your, covering up your cheekbones would make me not yeah, know who you are? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, some faces, you cover up the cheekbones and the eyebrows, and then suddenly, like in the top of the nose, and people are like, uh, you know, yeah. your whole face is different. But, but I think it really helped in that movie that you never saw him without it. Right. You never saw it just like one right after the other. Yeah, exactly. And like, like we, I mean, we, so it's like, it's obvious for Philip because we saw we saw him like two seconds ago without it, right? And also he's got a very distinctive hair and wardrobe. But <laughs> yeah, well, I mean the thing is, I, and I I hate when it happens, but sometimes actors will go with completely different hairstyles, and I don't recognize who they are. <laughs> yeah, for like thirty minutes, and I'm like, oh, okay, that was that one Japanese guy in that one movie. Now I see. You know, I, I hate to have it happen to me, but it's like, oh, yeah, that's that singer I'm a big fan of. <laughs> well, it, it happened in, uh, in, in Zero One where I'm just like, I think I know that actress, but I hope I'm right. <laughs> yeah, you had to Google just to make sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm not racist. That yeah. is her. <laughs> right. You got to be careful, too. It's like, because is it racism or is it just? Uh... Well, like we had the thing when we were watching uh, Daughter of Lupin. Oh, yeah. Where you were like, is it, oh, that's a common writer. I'm like, yeah, yeah, wait a minute, that is a common writer. Yeah, because I made the joke. It's like, I, and it's like, yeah, but it was also like 10 years from that common writer. But mm-hmm. anyways, uh, so yeah, that being all said, if you guys get a chance, go watch those videos on YouTube. Yeah. Thumbs up so that they know that people actually care about common writer in English speaking territories. And uh, uh, we're going to go uh, watch this and check it out. Yep. And we will be back. Cyclone Joker! Okay, and we're back. This is what I'm talking about. This episode, 
is just like like you need to understand the comedy that is common rider uh-huh. to be able to understand common rider there's right. like there's the comedy to it that like yeah there's, to- this episode was like half comedy and it was pretty good yeah and it's just like it's like it, but it's also like you need to sort of get Japanese comedy to mm-hmm. like get this yeah like if this is your first time being introduced into like if you hadn't seen any like yeah uh uh, anime before if you'd never watched it it'd be, be like this is what you say like, what's going on here huh? uh, yeah. and then, <laughs> but if like you have any part of like the japanese culture of like comedy and sh- in shows and stuff you'd be like oh yeah, I totally yeah get this. it makes perfect sense yeah <laughs> yeah it was pretty good yeah 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 there's a lot of comedy gold in this episode yeah uh okay so it starts out with just the recap yeah and uh and then it goes straight yeah. into the like continue on like right away yeah right where they left off jimmy's on his knees crying and yeah and liars sitting there like ha, you know laughing about it and yeah you know super excited um they you know there's a lot of uh kind of talking in a way to catch you up if you missed the episode you know yeah, yeah. the good stuff so you know obviously double and excel are ready to like just kick this guy's ass <laughs> yeah so double's so, just like just like okay yeah go and then then you see like oh yeah it's actually pretty strong power yeah it is because <laughs> he he says to him that the red one is a, is a dopant so that means excel yeah so he gets hit by the 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 liar dart yeah the dart and suddenly he's like okay now i gotta attack this guy right here this he is turns the in and, then he, and then like Excel's, Excel's like, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What what's going on here? <laughs> and, but the, it, what's cool is, like, both Philip and Shutaro are affected. Yeah, both of them, because they're in the same body. Yeah, and so should, uh, Philip's just, like, appears the Dupont's trying to communicate. <laughs> and, and then they just, uh, they start fighting. Is there? No. <laughs> then they just uh, start uh, fighting, the two uh, of them. And uh, is this one? Yeah, so... Um, what's yeah, yeah so, they're, so they're fighting. Um, while, they're, while they're fighting... Akiko sees because you know obviously uh Teru is he's sitting here like what are you doing dude and and so Akiko is over the corner like no you guys are messing this all up so she whips out both slippers and she's ready to to go and kick liars butt yeah she's gonna go and give it her best go and so he hits her with the dart and says I'm a tanuki and she's like so she stops she's like where is it where and she looks around she sees a tanuki stature and she goes over and she starts mauling it yeah you know trying to teach it a lesson which is funny because like at this point it's just like dude I think she he was like. She'd probably take me out. <laughs> He's a he was worried. Like, he saw her as a threat <laughs> to like use his special ability on. And so, uh, so while she's like hitting the statue and they're fighting, uh, what's her name comes over and tries to like console Jimmy. One thing I do like too is that well, it, this is just a very small thing, but you know, while Double's fighting Excel. He looks over and sees her like mauling this tanuki with the slippers, and he's just like, "Akiko, come on!" So basically, she's like, "What are you doing?" And he's, yeah, he's looking like, at her like, like "Are you? What, what are you doing? What are you? You're yeah, attacking a tanuki statue. It's like... ridiculous! I'm gonna go fight this dopon who dare you." But yeah, so um, uh, you know, he's sitting here, a liar's laughing and stuff. Now he's got time because they're uh, actually wait, did she? Does she come up and try to console him first? Like it's it's all mixed up. Yeah, it's all kind of happening at the same time. She's the the fan lady. Yuki hero. Yeah, you something like you. that. So she comes over, and he's like, I don't ever want to see you again. And, and, and meanwhile, so, the, uh, he's like, oh, look at these delicious tears. So they <laughs> both start crying, and uh, Liar, he, like, takes a little piece of paper, and he, like, rubs it against the, Jimmy's tears. Yeah, he's, he's, like, catching like, the tears on t- the cheeks. The tears, and he's just like, the tears make such lovely color on this paper. Right. And he's like, this is payment. This yeah. This is, like, being a creep. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so he's collecting the tears and, you know, uh, basically mocking them and laughing and being like... And then uh, he starts walking off and she, uh, Yukihiro, she goes over and she's like, please, just let Jimmy one more time. And he's just like, I'm not going to have access anymore. Yeah, we're done here. We're done here. Moving on. And throws her down and then he's gone. And I guess it's like only in the vicinity because like when he disappears, like... That's what I'm... I'm wondering if it's like a... Well, because like... uh, the previous lie about the Teddy we thought about, like the 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 guy member got blown up when he was when he looked at it again, it was back to being normal. So it's not permanent, mm-hmm. but it's only like I guess when they're around. So okay, when he, when yeah, around. that's right. Because too, it was when he left that he was like, "Oh yeah, that was weird." Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if it's like, is See, it is forever? It, no, it's not forever. Like even if he stayed right next to him, it would still wear off, right? Maybe. So like, yeah, I'm just wondering what like how far does that power go? Because it could be useful, but then it's like, what's the distance too? You know? Yeah. And then like maybe is he just letting it go, or could it? Because like later the the show hosts they don't think there was anything weird about their judgments of the past. Uh, yeah. Well, like, shows yeah so uh, the only reason uh, uh uh double and them know because they know that it was a lie that's and like only by like analyzing their own actions mm-hmm. knowing that they've been lied to are they able to figure out what the lies are right so I, I imagine it's part that they they trust their judgments on music so yeah they, they thought they were in their right mind so like there'd be no yeah reason that, it's just like <laughs> Yesterday you thought you were sane, and so it's like if someone comes to you and be like, "You killed someone yesterday," and you're like, "No, I wouldn't. I didn't kill anybody yesterday." Because like, yeah, why would I? Yeah. Why would I kill anybody? But like, I mean, you did kill somebody. Yesterday. You did though. There's the body. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, there is one. There. Oh man, I killed somebody yesterday. <laughs> so yeah, so double double uh, snaps out of it, and he's like, "Terui," what? and What's he's just like, like, "Come on." He's like, God, <laughs> you know, he walks over and he like very angrily stabs his sword in the ground and dehensions as you know double dehensions. Yes. And uh, Akiko's over there like, huh, huh. Because huh? <laughs> she's got two slippers in her hand, <laughs> standing in front of a Tanuki statue. <laughs> so, the so next yeah. Scene is back at the doctor's. Well, office. no. So, so, so uh, Shotaro runs over to oh, yeah. Jimmy, and he's like, "Hey," and he's like, "You know, I don't know. He's, I don't know what he's trying to do. Maybe console him, or just yeah, he knows something just yeah, happened, and he yeah, feels he, bad about it." But so Jimmy's like, "Oh, are you happy now? You got what you want?" Because like <laughs> the, 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 for the whole previous episode. Shadara's been telling him he's not good. It's like, dude, you're bad. Stop. You're bad. And the then everybody, is, everybody else has been saying that he was good. Right. And then all of a sudden, he's like, he's like, yeah, you happy now? Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody he runs off with crying. you. And then he runs off. And the thing is, it's like, dude, you deserve this. Not only did you think you were just hot, you were also talking down to people as if they just don't, you know. Just don't understand. It's like you were being a total ass. It's like, this is the perfect, perfect karmic justice, really. He needed yeah. this. He did. Yeah. But, I mean, he was being told he was awesome constantly. Right. <laughs> so that, right. Does, that does things to people, as we learned in my here academia yeah <laughs> being told you're awesome all the time messes with you so yeah then it goes to the the psycho and the uh weather yeah and he's there and what he says something beforehand he, he's like let me examine your body but yeah that's how it ends he's just like he's like he's like uh she's like well it's a bit soon don't you think and he's like well that's what you're here for isn't it yeah and, and she's like it, mm, yeah and then and he goes, it goes and yeah he licks his lips and then it goes to the opening because uh it's like it's not enough that he killed Terry with his whole family. He's got to be creepy too. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like we've been told that he creeps people out. Right. But but the thing is, we didn't see, see that when he was the doctor. Yeah. Or when he was being just a regular doctor. And we did. We've only seen like shots of him off to the side. But now we see, and you're like, oh yeah, I can see how he creeps everybody out. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. <laughs> um. So yeah, it goes to the opening. Uh. Yeah. In the opening, also, it has the the singers uh, singing the song like in the previous episode. Right. 
because, uh, uh, yeah, if you're listening to the previous episode, you know that the two singers, uh, two of the judges on the show are the singers of the opening song, and the third judge is the guy who sang, like, three or four of the Showa-era songs. Hmm. Um, he's selling, I think he's selling V3s, super ones, a couple of the other, uh, like, uh, Showa-era common writers opening songs. Uh, so it comes back, and well, it's... Just one second. Yeah, the uh, agency. The agency. Uh, office. Yeah, and so basically it's like... We're getting the story now. Right. Yeah. I, I, I felt like I needed to say that because the doctor was at a doctor's so, office. So this is so. back at this. This is, uh, yeah, the detective agency. Right. Um, and so we're getting the lady's story. Yeah. So it sums up to she, he's basically her life. Yeah, you know, she had like nothing. She was basically just do, going through her life and then. Yeah, just going through the motions. And then she he, she became enamored with him because he was so passionate. Yeah, yeah. P- pretty much what it was. Is like, like he's he, living his dream and she doesn't have one. And then so she decided to support him. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of went crazy. Right, you know. And then the DuPont came to her. And then like Shotaro, like she's like, is what I did wrong? And Shotaro's like, yes. Yeah. She's He's a human being. You can't yeah. toy with him to make yourself feel better. It basically, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's like you put him on a pedestal and then you you basically tricked him in a way. Like, I mean, he the thing is he deserves what he got. It's just that, you know, it's almost like a setup. Because if everyone tells him he sucks, maybe he'd give up and go do something else. But Or get better. Yeah. But especially <laughs> when you start paying somebody to help him cheat, that's when... Yeah. Th- that was actually the step it's, too far. Like, so so supporting that, somebody music isn't a bad thing, but then... The reason why he broke down so hard is because you've been building him up so much and, like, making him think he was the best. Right. If, like, people had been, like, if you'd been honest with him, maybe he would have gotten better or moved on to something else or, like, right. had a, you know, you could have had, like, a normal relationship or something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? It's just, like, uh, you know, he could have... If you would have like, oh yeah, you know you have talent. Let's move on. Let's talk about this thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're amazing, <laughs> and then and then you pay somebody to brainwash other people to make him think he's amazing <laughs> too. What do you expect to happen when that breaks down? <laughs> right. Well, what then was they... your end goal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> seriously, like what? Yeah. Are you gonna pay the liar for the rest of your life? To yeah. Make to help everybody... make everyone think his music's great and buy his CDs. <laughs> like, what's the next step there? Yeah. You gotta th- you gotta plan this through. What's your five year plan here? Lady? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> But yeah, um, I love I love Shotari's like, yes, you're yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, yeah. He's a human being. You can't make him your puppet to right. make you feel better. Yeah, you can't, it's it's just as bad as uh, you know, just telling them, I guess actively putting them down, like lifting somebody up when they it's don't like, need yeah, to be it's like is the opposite of bullying. Yeah. Kinda. Because you're setting them up. Yeah. You know, it's a setup. It's, instead of putting someone down to make you feel better, you're raising up so that you can feel better with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because and it's and it's not sustainable. You know. It's just so it's a, like the reason why he crashed so hard is because she kept pushing him up to higher and exactly. higher. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So uh but I love that. He's just like, no, he's a human being. What's yeah. It's like, come on, man. Treat him like a person. Yeah. And not like some sort of rock god or whatever. Yeah. But uh so they're talking about that is Terui and um and Shotaro and all of them. They're all talking well, about how actually, while this is going on, Terui and uh, Philip right. are in the back, and they're, like, analyzing the fight. Yeah, they're talking about how they're his powers work. They're doing a little diagram. And so <laughs> we get a slow motion of him getting hit by the darts. Yeah. And I noticed he blocked—he got shot with four darts. He blocked three of them, and one of them hit him right behind the elbow. So what they did is they added the effect so you saw it this time. It wasn't in the previous shot. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so he did actually get yeah. stabbed by the dart, Yeah. which makes me feel a lot better about the whole thing. Yeah, so, like, when I saw it, I thought, oh, yeah, he just blocked it. Yeah. And so that's—I mean— 
Him blocking it with his armors. The yeah, because who knows hit. how it works? It'd be like poison gas or just <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's like is it, you, you know, know it was it's a it was a minor complaint to begin with. Yeah, it's just it, that it's like come on. I mean, if you block a knife with your forearm, you still get cut. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, so they analyze it and they're like, okay, so these are the lies he said. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're like testing, they're like analyzing the limits of his power. Right. Which is cool because they get a, a a breakdown of the fight, and then we're like, okay, yeah. So now we have to do like. Now that we know more about him, we can do research on who he is. Right. Uh, so then... Goes back to the doctor's office, right? Goes back to the doctor's office. So Psycho is completely transformed, and he's, like, rubbing and touching and feeling all that stuff, yeah. and she's, like... She's in taboo. She's, yeah. like, doing some sort of weird ecstasy moans. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, he's, like, he's, like, literally rubbing his face against her body. Yeah. And she's just, like, um, are they okay? Yeah, so um, she, the thing is, like, she's uncomfortable, but she kind of likes it. Well, yeah, because she likes the attention, obviously. Yeah, but she's uncomfortable with the fact that, like, she even says, "She's like, I think it's weird that you, I, I, it's kind of weird that you don't like me as like a yeah, woman." Yeah, so, so, so she's like, <laughs> basically, like, I see that you have no interest in me as a woman, and he's like, "Of course, I have no interest in women. I like, I became a doctor so I could study dopants and stuff." Yeah, he's stuff, a doctor and, of dopants. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> so like totally like, psycho he's crazy, like, and he's he, just like, and he's like, he's looking at her her hands because she's got claws on her hands, and he's like, "Oh, these are sharp enough to defeat the Lord of Fear, which is terror." terror. Yeah, and she's like, "Huh?" And, and he's he like, goes, well, maybe you're not ready for that discussion yet yeah you know to be the lead of museum yeah, yeah. the leader of museum there yeah is. then we'll talk about moving in together yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she's you know she's, she's she's pretty much definitely caught off guard and she has nothing well, to say looks, especially because like she is planning something right like we know that like she has her own ambitions right and like this is super weird that like this guy who she's probably not spoken to enough yeah about, just like suddenly, catching on to it and it's just like how does he know how does he know but he's, uh he's reading my soul he's like i would love to examine you in further detail and she's just like Ugh. i mean she doesn't do it like that but <laughs> she yeah because she's she not has, saying no is, she's but she's like, not saying yes she has no idea how to feel right it's like wow this is weird yeah because somebody because he likes her for the thing that she probably thinks is the least attractive about her right it's just like some it's like it's like a guy who you're uh, it's like somebody who you're attracted to is always is just like dude your earlobes i love right. your earlobes and oh, you're, you're like you're self-conscious you, about your giant earlobes you're, and you're like guy that loves you them. like me but for something i don't really care about <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how do you take that it's like how, how do you deal with that level of weirdness right i mean like okay it's like if you're sensitive about having huge eyes and somebody's like oh you have such big beautiful eyes and it's like okay I like it that you like me, but then... Yeah, but you like something I don't like about me. Yeah, you like something that's freakish. And, <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know. it's this weird, like, dynamic. And I, like I said, they, it's, like, not enough that he's a psycho killer. They're just like, let's just crank it up. Yeah, it's making him a weird fetishist. Like, we got we to gotta have a reason why you're not rooting for... You're rooting for terror over this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right well that's what i was thinking the whole time i was like i sure hope not i sure hope she can't all, and all of a sudden you're like terror's not that bad of yeah guy. he's not that bad he's just willing to experiment on people and... <laughs> when when the kid when the guy who's drug dealing to kids because they're younger and they get more data yeah is the more desirable of the two options. yeah <laughs> you're just like oh man you've, you've really managed to turn to turn on me double right <laughs> Because Tara, Tara didn't really kill him. It yeah. was her. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, uh, anyways, so then it's, then it's like. The okay, so you scene. see a scene of, of Shotaro, and he's on his motorcycle, and he's racing to find Jimmy. And on the radio, you hear that the next episode of Futuk Idol is starting. Yeah, well, and he says oh, in his in their dialogue, he says it's been days. It's yeah. been several days since the last time Futuk Idol. Right. So we get a time skip. Yeah. Um. And so then it, he's like, I'm looking for Jimmy. And the next thing you see is Jimmy. He's at 
Um, they call it a beach, but it's not. It's the bay. Yeah. He's on the bay. He, like, buries his guitar into the sand, sort of. Kind of like how you would stab a sword into the ground. And he's just like, he's just like, goodbye, my childhood. Yeah, extremely, extremely melodramatic. <laughs> yeah. You have no and idea. Shitaro shows up, and Jimmy just, Shitaro, like, picks the the, uh, the guitar out of the ground. And he's, he's like, what like, are you doing? And, and then Jimmy just starts running and he screaming. He just looks up, and he's like, ah! And he just starts sort of running, and Shitaro runs after so, him. So, now, and now this, the best part about this is that now it's in their heads. They're not actually talking talking out loud yeah but jimmy's saying like oh why won't you leave me alone <laughs> and he goes to shitaro and he's like oh, why are you running why are we <laughs> running on a beach do you have any <laughs> idea what this looks like, like? this is so what? embarrassing this is like with the, by the beach and the water yeah. and the birds and Dude, it's like in this slow is motion. amazing because it's seriously like uh, the, the beautiful the white light that happens with like the romantic running down the beach <laughs> yeah. and, ah, and chasing like, each other and like, like white birds like, flying like, shitaro's furious that you're making him do this yeah this is when I realized, and you like see it several times. And like uh, it was early in this episode, you see it several episodes. It's like Shutaro is the only sane person in a, a city of crazy people. Pretty much, yeah. And as a result, he looks crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> he's the only sane person to be like, dude. And he's just like, you shouldn't be toying with people's emotions. This is weird. That's running here. It's just right. like, can't we just have a job? Can't we just do this? <laughs> yeah. And at first, you thought he was crazy, but then you realize everybody else is nuts. Yes. And it's just like he's just trying to hold like, on to his sanity. The entirety of Fudo City is just like an insane <laughs> asylum, and he just got accidentally put there. <laughs> no, it's great because uh, he tackles Jimmy with like the most malice that's allowable for the situation. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like you, you're because it usually seems like that end with like, oh, ha, ha, ha. no. It's just straight up he like just straight up tackle. <laughs> and then at the, like the, he's like, the, "How'd you find me?" And Shotaro's just like, "Dude, you're a teen. You're like a young guy who just like dreams ended. You're gonna come to the beach and stare off under the roof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what people do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like that's the great thing is like they they're able to like skip a lot of quote unquote detective work in this show with Philip who can just have the answers to anything uh-huh. and Shotaro who just really gets people Mm -hmm. and he's just like yeah you'd come here (laughs) and like it's been established in the past 20 episodes that he's good at his job yeah which is a joke later on but he's good at his job and so that's all the answer you actually need yeah he just knows yeah he figured it out yeah and you'd be like okay yeah that makes sense fair enough yeah (laughs) like if if you're in futo city shotaro can find you that's that's yeah that's the trick that's the thing he'll find you just like you could just be sitting at a restaurant just be like whoa what are you doing here he's just like i knew your type would come here it's like i've never come here before but eventually you'd come here (laughs) what i didn't yeah i missed my last stop i don't it's like like, i knew you would (laughs) i knew you would eventually last last stop because he's just sitting there like the guy's waiting for his order and it's like and i knew you'd order the (laughs) the uh like the natto with the whatever and then actually the the meal arrives at the exact order he's like what what But anyway, yeah, so so Jimmy's there, and he's complaining again about, you know, his side of things from, you know, how he's betrayed and whatnot. He was betrayed by his own fan and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, I can't go back and do the show because, you know, I, my music was alive. It was all one, you know, the, the whole thing was uh, I was cheating. I didn't know it. And he's just like, dude, you're the biggest liar out it's of like, everybody. It's like, you knew you weren't good. Yeah, you knew you were bad. And now you're blaming her for all of, now that it's coming to a head and you can't you, pretend you, anymore. You, like, that. This is this is the funny thing about it. He knew he was bad. 
But he was almost to the point of believing he was good because everybody was telling him he was good. Yeah, he was like, well, I know it's not like... Because in his mind, he was like, oh, I know it's not conventional. Yeah, but everybody's telling me it's good, so probably it means it's good. Yeah. And then it's just like... So, like, he was on his way of probably, like, changing and being better. And then she came around and told him he was good. And he's like, well, maybe I'm going on the right path. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then everybody started saying I was great. So he, so he's like, well, then what should I do? Because at this point, Shatari was handed him the guitar and he started to walk off. Well, uh, well he says something something about like he's like how how did you get this far right and then uh, he has like a flashback of him with her and him supporting her yeah and, like, um, um, like putting a, like, this sticker, sticker on, on the guitar, guitar and, and he, he wipes the sand off of it to reveal it yeah because so it's, it's covered like, in sand now and he's just like so what do i do and he's like well you gotta decide eight and he's and he and he puts in it's in quotes he says 80 percent of a man's job is to be decisive yeah. the rest is great it's just gravy something my old mentor used to say yeah. and i'm like so 80% is just deciding, and then the rest of the 100% it just happens. Yeah, so you go. We're good. <laughs> Make it happen, it happens. I don't... <laughs> But then, it, I mean, from everything we've seen, the chief, he was the type of person to be like, I'm doing right. this. And everybody's like, okay, what, how do we, we'll just help you. Right. <laughs> Honestly, though, it makes sense. It's it like, does make sense. Because like, here's the thing. If, if you ask your girlfriend what she wants to eat, you're going to get that whole, you know, and if you try to negotiate, you're going to be like, eh, eventually you'll find out what she wants. If you just say, I'm going to go get blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, even like this podcast, it was like 80% of the work is just deciding how the podcast was going to be done. Yeah. It was just like, uh, I, I, like I decided, I'm like, we're going to do a common writer. We're going to do it in this rotation. We're going to do that. That was all the hard work. Yeah. Doing the podcast, like once we started doing it, once we decided to do it, it's like it kind of rolls. Yeah. It just you goes. Know? It's I pretty I mean, every once in a while, we have to make another decision. We have to do another decision here or there. But right. like really, most of it is just the deciding. Yeah, getting started. And then the rest of it is just like it happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. fu- it is funny like that. Yeah, it is. I would say 80, I would say maybe 50 to right. 60%. Mm-hmm. Like a bigger percentage. Because I mean, people. big budget and time comes into yeah. factor. Like, but, but, uh, but like the, the, the sentiment I agree with, it's just like mostly deciding you're going to do it and then you figure out the rest of the parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the decision, but yeah, I like that idea. It's like 80, 20% is just gravy. <laughs> right. So, uh, he walks off and then it goes back to the, uh, the garage and they're like going, Phillips in the bookshelf, the library, and they're like going to the thing and they're like, we can't, we don't have enough information. Mm, yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's, it's because the, the, uh, we don't know enough exact things. We just have abstract ideas. Right. We're like, he's a clown. He's, he jokes about things. He like, like suffering, you know, yeah. these things aren't exact enough to pinpoint a person. Yeah. There's still like 14 or more bookshelves that are available. Yeah. And then Terry points up and he's just like Japanese paper. Yeah. Cause no, cause Akiko says something and I, I noticed she has her hair down. It was so weird at first. I was like, who am I looking at there? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, it's Akiko. What's she doing? What's different? Yeah. Well, she usually <laughs> has her hair up because it's, uh, so like the idea is the actress is playing an older person, right? Who is supposed to look younger than she actually is, right? So it's like this weird balance. Like she's yeah, like, I mean it makes sense. The the younger, so she's a younger actress playing an older uh, older person because she looks younger. So really, which, she's which, the perfect p- person to play the role. Well, actually, she's she's I think she's seventeen here. Yeah, seventeen or eighteen, playing a twenty one year old, Tw- playing a twenty to twenty one year old who's supposed to look fifteen, right? <laughs> yeah so it's like she's in the balance there yeah <laughs> so it's like so she has her hair up when she wants to look older and she has her hair down when she wants to look younger mm-hmm. and it's like yeah so uh but yeah so she says something yeah i can't remember what it was but oh she says something about like the, she's the one who points out the, the fact of it like they're too abstract 
Yeah, yeah, that needs to be more specific. And, and then that's Ryu when... points out, and he says, Japanese paper. Yeah, and it brings just the one book. And what it is, is that was the paper that he used to soak up the tears. Yeah, because he's holding like a stack of it, because he went and researched paper, and is like, oh, this yeah, is he... the one. It's a wa- uh, washi paper or something like yeah. that. So it's a specific type of Japanese paper. And so uh, they, they go through the motions, and they conclude that it's uh, like Sawada Soichi or something. Basically, the roadside poet from the first episode, yeah. who, you know, the whole time I'm like, what does, what does this guy have to do with anything? Now it kind of makes sense. Because he was like, it, like there was, there's a whole thing about the fact that like he he would write the poems mm-hmm. that were like the truths. And basically he just was tearing down everybody and he enjoyed seeing people get teared down. Yep. Because he, he was the one who wrote the poems in the last episode saying that it's okay to be broke. You don't, it's okay to be half boiled. Yeah. Basically just, he could just look at people, determine what would ruin their lives. Exactly. And he writes it on a piece of paper and gives it to them. Yeah. It's like he enjoys people suffering. Exactly. And so. Yeah, because they, they, um, they talk about how he's a sadist and, and yeah. whatnot. And so um, it cuts to uh, uh, well. There's one more thing is that they they mentioned that well, no, while while got, he was fighting him. Well, no, it goes to it's like it cuts really quick to Shutaro at the water at the, at where he normally is, and he's not not there. And then it comes back to them. Where? Who, oh yeah, yeah, because he's running there, and then there's just an empty sign uh, like, like where he was. You, by, you're talking about by the fountain where yeah. we first see Jimmy and, and, and yeah. The poet. And so it's like they don't know where he is. That's right. And yeah. then it cuts back to the office and like he's in, he's he's one step ahead of us. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so Teru's like, yeah, he's he was so annoying when I was fighting him, and he kept yeah. saying something like, "My heart is a flutter." At which point, uh, Philip is like, oh, they say, Wakana says that on her radio show. He actually say those exact words? Yeah. Because he's like, Wakana says that all the time on her radio show. So he's like a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Because who the hell is saying that? Seriously. Yeah. So so then it cuts to a a museum scene, which is a cool museum scene because it's just like uh, Wakana and Saiko are just having afternoon tea. Yeah. And Saiko is just like lost in thought, lost thinking in about thought. the man. You think like, oh, he's so different. Yeah. Why, he makes why do me I feel make different this... than anybody else? You well, know what like... it is? I put the pieces together at this exact moment. She's one of those people, and this happens a lot with like old dudes that are rich and powerful. It's like they're so used to being the number one guy and the alpha male and all that that they go and hire a dominatrix to beat him up in the background. <laughs> she just likes getting put in her place. She yeah. likes getting used. That's <laughs> she, what it is. It's, 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 it's <laughs> first time anybody hasn't been like fawning over her. Yeah. It's like, I mean, she's she's an attractive lady. Yeah. So it's like either you respect she's an her position. powerful person who is like yeah. incredibly wealthy. So yeah. She has a good name in the city. That's just it. He doesn't give out her money, doesn't give out her power, doesn't bother her looks. It's like straight up like, here, let me see your weird freaky body. Yeah. This, you're, is, you're... The, this is the best. The thing that you think is like weird about you, I think is the best thing. Yeah. She you. might as well be a pinup model in a magazine. Like he doesn't actually care about her in any way. Yeah. It's like, you're just here you go. Okay. I'm going to move on to the next now. You um, know. So, uh, but he does, a, and he's also has the, like, he knows like her inner yeah. thoughts about like moving Yeah. On. They have the, the same sort of creepy ambition, it seems yeah. like. Uh, but for different reasons. And so, Wakana's there, and she's picking up on this. Yeah. She's like looking at her. <laughs> <laughs> so, she's picking up on this, and she's, a, she's, she's like, she's like sister, and she's about ready to like, you know, pick her apart like they do. They fight like sisters. Yeah. Uh, and then they turn into giant monsters, smack each other around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh she was about she's about ready to basically just be like, you know, try to get on to egg her on. Uh-huh. And then the phone rings. Yeah. Because you like you see her, she's like, Oh, there's a chink in her armor, I can get her now. Yeah. <laughs> but so- then her phone rings and it's Philip. Yeah, and so she she runs out to the balcony and is talking about how, you know, oh, I saw you on Futakaido and I didn't realize you were so clean cut and stuff. And he's just like, oh, yeah, 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 but. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What can you do for me? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but there's something. Yeah, just immediately ask favors. Yeah. 
And so yeah, it goes mean, to... We, we've established that Philip doesn't understand social etiquette. No. <laughs> so he doesn't even like, hey, yeah. Chatter you know, up. So, hey, yeah. So, you know, maybe it's we been a while. Some, but I was wondering, you know, so we were doing this case thing. And <laughs> <laughs> Just immediately goes into it. Yeah. Blunt. I need this from you. Yeah. And so... Uh, it's her on her radio show. Yeah, so it's on her radio show. And what what, what it goes to is it shows uh, the poet guy. He's, like, in his van down by the river. Yeah. And he's got this uh, this book, and in the book is just the pieces of paper that he's, he, he absorbs people's tears from and, like, written under the names. He's like, oh, yes. Right. <laughs> it's just like, the sadness of people is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> funny thing is is like he's the second creepiest he's the second creepiest guy in the show yeah uh, <laughs> a guy who like uh, steals tears and loves the su- the the suffering of others is the right. second creepiest person in there. i mean he he was saying some stuff i wasn't sure if he was thinking about retiring or just moving to a different city or something I, he's, he was saying he was going on hiatus yeah so it's like he was gonna like lay low because i think it's just like the common writers after yeah he knows people are gonna come try to mess him up. um uh, so but he hears he, on the radio show. Yeah, he's listening to Wakanda's radio show. And he turns it up. Of course, he's a huge fan. And she's talking about – she does her mystery hour, which mm-hmm. we've seen before. Yeah. And talk. she says that the the clown of the radio waves, which is him, has agreed to to see him and grant him a wish – or grant her a wish. Yeah, to, for, for a meeting. And he's just like, oh, that's – what? Wait, what? Are you? <laughs> so it goes – So to, this, is, this, this is an interesting thing because that means she's still doing the radio show even though she's part of like uh-huh. the, fan, it's the family business now. Mm-hmm. So – or she's just like one time only, but um, <laughs> like we're gonna have a meeting, and he's just like what? And so then it cuts to the radio station. Yeah, and you see Wakana. She looks out the window, and there's like a crowd of her fans. Yeah, and, and there was one. Okay, this made so much sense later, but at first I was thinking there's a. Because usually if the fan club has like a president or yeah. something, or like somebody leading the charge. So I thought I was like, man, is that like a little kid? Fan club president. So there was like a bunch the, of so like older gentlemen there, like um, typical idol otaku. Yeah, you know, for those of you who don't know, it's like bandanas, like shirts with the uh, the idol on them, and mm-hmm. like, they're all uh, carrying like the the boards and whatnot. the boards or the glowing sticks or whatever. And then there was one person, like a a kid in a Japanese uni- school uniform. Yeah, which kind of stood out. Yeah, <laughs> and especially when okay, so anyways, she's talking, and they're all looking to to get in, probably to pretend to be. Uh, whoever, maybe get a shot at talking to Wakana. That's the point, right? And so, you know, he's like, oh, this is kind of pisses him off, I guess. Because it's like, well, he's angry that these people are like drawn also to the fact that like somebody's impersonating him. Yeah. And like also like the whole idol thing. So we see Wakana, she's, you know, she's come out of the building, she's getting into the van. And so the the manager points or whoever, the the person in the front of the group is like, oh, there she is. Let's go get her. And so turns her head. I'm like, wait, is that a girl? This is getting weird. I was like, this is so weird. Why would they go out of their way to find somebody that looks like a girl to play this part? So Wakana, it makes so much sense later, but yeah, I'm just like. So Wakana gets in the van with like her manager, her driver and manager gets her in a van and they drive off. And then. Liar. He, he, hen- well, it's her- is it a henchin? He changes. He transforms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is what henchin means. But anyways, yeah. um, he transforms and then follows. Yeah. So he, he follows her to a building and then inside the building you find out it's like a, a theater. It's a theater. For like plays or um, things like that. So. Comedy shows. It's all from his kind of perspective. He's hiding yes. up in the rafters and Wakana's walking down the stage. And then out of the stage is a person. In the weirdest it's, outfit. It's like duck the shoes, duck hat. Like, 
in a leotard. And yeah, like, like face paint. He's got a wand and a jester's like, hat. He's like, I'm the clown of the, uh, I'm the clown of the airwaves. Uh, you know, gonna grant you a wish. And he's just being purposely the weirdest person. And like, even like even the liar's like, what? This is such. Why such a weird outfit? And he's talking about how like his. He's like, I write poetry, but nobody likes it. And like nobody's ever bought my book. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like, but yeah, like. Breaks this straw that breaks camel's back, where he's just like, "Hey, people bought my book!" <laughs> right, because Wakana is in the in the seats looking at the stage, yeah. so he runs up and he's like, "Wakana, don't believe it! Don't I'm, believe the, I'm real the real one. person. I've been a fan, like blah blah blah." And so, um, I think I think he throws the wand. Does he throw the wand? Yeah, he hits Liar with the wand, and, and then and he takes off the the headdress, and it's like wipes off the makeup, and it's this really long dramatic scene. And then he tries to look cool. Now it's, it's Shotaru. It's like the thing is, is like I knew it was Shotaru. But when he first came out, I'm like, is that Shotaro? Yeah, I didn't. I honestly could not it was, recognize him. It was so him. well because you can't see the hair. They put like face paint on him. And yeah. It's like, it's so un Shotaro looking. But yeah, it's like, it's Shotaro. And he's like in this duck leotard costume. Yeah. And then it goes off to this, it looks over to the sign and the leader of the club president and the bodyguard or the driver yeah. was Ryu and the club president was Akiko. Yeah. It, no, now it all makes sense. Yeah. I was like, oh crap, that was them the whole time. How did I not notice that? Because they showed them all. Yeah. And then now, no point did I actually recognize and so it was. Just, and so, you know, they uh, call him out and be like, ha, ah, we've trapped you, blah, blah, blah. And so blah. he's just like, it was a trap, and Wakana played along with this. How dare you? And he goes to, like, try to attack Wakana. Wakana sidesteps. It does a kick and a <laughs> judo flip and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, and he's just, just like, like, huh? He's like, Wakana would never, I would never put Wakana in danger. And it's Philip. It's Philip, <laughs> dressed as a, as a girl with makeup, everything. Yeah, and, and Akiko, she's like, it's so, Philip? Yeah, she's like, wait a minute, wait it's a minute. Philip. Nobody told me about this. She <laughs> thought it was actually Wakana. Right. He's like, if it was Wakana, why wasn't I told to be Wakana? Yes, yeah, like I'm pretending to be a boy and he's pretending to be a girl. Why? And I'm actually a girl. And he's a, and they're like, and, and, and Chotaro's like, well, I originally thought that would be the idea, and Terry shot it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he says something about um, it's too much for you. Yeah, it was that's too- what he says. And, so, and she's like, oh, uh, she like, like falls onto the falls ground down, and she writes like a haiku in the ground. Yeah, talking like, about how you know going over you know like I'm a boy, <laughs> I'm a, I'm just as a boy. He's, he's just a, a girl, boy. but I'm a girl and he's a boy. And then so if you look online, don't want you shouldn't right now because it's a like spoiler, but you can have there is a compilation of funny henchins and double. Okay, and this is one of them. But there's yeah. like several of these. They're just utterly ridiculous henchins. <laughs> Like uh, like the the one where uh, uh, f- he transforms into Fang and Akiko goes to catch Philip and but Shotar then just Shotar falls, falls down. over. Yeah, yeah, there's like a bunch of these combinations of just like funny henchins. And but this is one because it's Philip in total drag, just dresses a woman and uh, yeah, because he gets up on stage too now because all three of them are standing. Yeah, and uh, Rudy with a suit and tie with his hair slicked back. He looks he looks sharp. Shotar and, looks like a total goon. Yeah, he on purpose, in, dressed in like a. Uh, 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 duck leotard ballet ballet outfit. It's and, impossible to describe. You just have to see and, it. And then Shota- and then Philip dressed as Wakana, and they like do the henshin fully straight face. Yes. So they <laughs> so they, they henshin. So this, is, this is about as close as you get for a henshin usually with them because of the way uh, a combo henshin because of the way uh, Teru says henshin. Right. 
I don't know if we mentioned, but he says henshin, mm. <laughs> like the way he says it. So usually it's like he starts, they say henshin in the middle, and he finishes, this, and then like transform at the same time. Right. Because it's just the way he says it. Right. It's the harder, timing's off. It's, it's time. Yeah, it's harder to do timing. So yeah, so he he's standing there, and they henshin. So Philip starts to pass out, and Akiko comes in and catches him, and he like, uh, like drapes <laughs> over her arms, and it's like slow motion, it's and the lights like, <laughs> get up. And it's just like, and it's just like a scene in like a movie where like the, the damsel faints or whatever, and the, the prince runs over and grabs and then akiko starts to cry because he does look like a a lady and he's like oh, she is she perfect looks, for it he actually she actually says he looks like a princess <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene in it's like it's like uh final fantasy 7 when i think at like one point like uh when cloud dresses up uh-huh. in, in, in uh a sl- the slum areas where like at one point i think it was uh it was either t for eris were just like he looks better than we do mm-hmm. <laughs> If you get the right items, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> it's just like he looks better than we do. <laughs> it's it's a constant it's a constant joke about the tough men dressing up, and it's just like, yeah, like it would seem weird if you hadn't like watched Japanese shows where like it happens like in every Japanese show, mm-hmm. uh, or it's just like it's the it's a running joke thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> So yeah, um, they, you know they start to fight. Uh, it, it goes over to the, the Futik Idol show, and it's obviously everyone's like, "Where is he? Where's Jimmy? He's not here yet." Yeah, and he's a defender, you know. So it's like if he if he wins this one, then he gets he, his shot. He gets his record deal because he he won the first one against Queen and Elizabeth, and then he won against the Masked Singer, which was Philip and Chatar. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand why it's him versus duets, and I don't know. Yeah, it seems kind of weird. Whoever's, <laughs> I guess it's, it could be a whole on band if they wanted. But. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, the the lady's there, and she's like, I don't know why I came here, because she she was maybe hoping to see him, and then they would, re, you know, uh, reunite. She would like, apologize in real, because like it's like really like I think deep down she's hoping he wasn't actually crushed, and he'll come back. Yeah, and or she, and she can actually like apologize because she got told off by Shatar and realized right. like she was wrong the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> so she's walking out, and you know Jimmy shows up at the last second. He's you know huffing and puffing, so he obviously ran all the way here. Yeah, and he says, you know, I'm gonna sing a song. Full of love. Yeah, he's just like I'm gonna sing a real song. I think he said. Or yeah, like real. That. Yeah, he's gonna. He's uh, and this one's a song of love. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think we said before that like he's actually probably a good singer. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, he, we see him when they were talking well, about the past. We get to hear that stupid song again. I'm like, man, I I kind of want this song. It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. But it's funny. Horrible. They, they had to make it horrible because it's literally him screeching purposefully. Yeah, when he's not screeching, it almost sounds like a song. Yeah, and you're like. <laughs> He's it, it, it's like he can't not like even when he's like screeching, you're like you can you can hear you're like, oh, yeah, if he just sang like a normal karaoke song, he'd be awesome. Right. Which is like the reason why, like spoiler, they never show him do this. actual. They never we never hear him do his actual song because it's like he's probably just good. Uh huh. And they can't be like they can't have like a midstep. Yeah, they can't. They had to do all this weird trickery and weird lyrics and like shaking the camera to make you think it was a bad song. Yeah, before. yeah. Well, the <laughs> thing is, okay, like I would never, I would never by any means say this is a good song. This is the kind of song that I would want. Okay, let me let me rephrase this. Back in the day, there used to be this thing uh, called CDs. You know, mm-hmm. not all music was digital. You couldn't just have fourteen million songs. Um, before iPods, there were these CDs, and mm-hmm. you would put music on them. Well, anyway. Uh, I used to make, like, for my friends, I'd, you know, burn, like, 12, 13 songs onto a CD, but I always put a joke song somewhere in there. Like, it might start off sounding normal, and the next thing you know, it's some dude complaining about his crappy car or something like that, or it might just be a small clip from a movie that out of context, you're like, wait, what did I just, this is the perfect song to just have, all of a sudden, like, it's, here's a metal CD, and then all of a sudden, here's this song, you're like, wait, no, this is not even, yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but, like, as a spoiler, like, um, 
So they have visuals of him singing a song. Mm-hmm. Cut, cut in between the fight that's going on. Yeah, but they just we, have like a the, the the opening theme. I think just playing over. Yeah, so it goes to the fight. They're on the roof now, and, and Liar's getting whomped. You know, because it's two v one, and he never really had a chance to begin with without his darts. You know. Yeah, and so uh, uh, and and while this fight's going on, there's this this cool theme song going, but it's showing the Fudic Idol stage, and the song we don't get to hear any of the song that he's yeah. singing. So uh, they're fighting on the roof, and he uses a different combination. Yeah, he goes cyclone metal. Cyclone metal, and he uses the spider. Yeah, he uses the spider on the staff, and this was kind of a cool interaction because he. So, so like, if you remember the last time he used the spider on the staff, it was it was uh, Luna metal, which made, created the the webbing that he was able to like fling around. Yeah, this one it just like it creates a uh, a spindle, and he like basically is making it so he can't speak anymore. Yeah, he like ties up his mouth. Well, with he can webs. speak. He can't just shoot darts anymore. Yes. Um. So they're going back and forth, and uh, he's losing, and he's just like, okay, I'm going to release my ultimate attack now. And, and they're like, like, what? And he's like, just kidding. And he like whips out a thing and just like hits them a bunch and like knocks knocks double off. It's almost like a staff with a speakerphone on it with a tongue on it or something. Yeah. It's just weird, but it shoots like these weird orbs or whatever. Double yeah. gets caught off guard and goes flying off the building. And, yeah. and XL, he looks kind of annoyed. He's just like, ah, fine. So he whips off the belt, turns into the bicycle, and like drives down the thing. So catches uh, him and then drives back up. Yeah, and so then uh, double rides Terry, which <laughs> just so you know, this isn't the only time this happens. No. So it's at first, at, at first, if you just look at it, you're like, yeah, it's just a guy riding a motorcycle, and then you're like, oh wait a minute, that's a person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he he changes to cyclone trigger. And they jump up, and there's some some projectiles flying towards them. So Terui does this like 720 spin to deflect them, while double shooting the you know Cyclone trigger shots. Yeah. To knock more shots away, and then he switches, I believe, back to Cyclone Joker, right? Yeah, the Cyclone Joker, and he just uh, Joker Extreme. Yeah. Which is uh, the base, which is basically his rider kick. Yeah. It's his base attack. So he jumps up, he splits into two. And yeah, he knocks like, the guy all the way down the building and he explodes. And I thought for sure, I was like, there's no way you're surviving that. Because you, you explode midair, but your body's still going to be flying down like 12 stories. Uh, it was He got he exploded right before he hit. Apparently, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I figured it was something like that was going to happen. But... Um, and so... Uh, when he blows up a bunch of the paper, I guess he was carrying on him. Yeah, because I guess he was carrying his whole photo album for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. You know? Uh, and he's he lands and he's crying. Yeah, and he's like, crying and the, all, a, all a, of his stuff's floating around a him. A teardrop drops on it, on, yeah. on his piece of paper. You know, karmic justice. And then it goes back to the show and the older of the three... Uh, um, judges, he stands up and he's just like, that is by far the worst song you've sung this entire time. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is absolutely horrible. But the, and, and, so then, the, and then it goes to like the lady and she's just like, I don't even know why I thought you were good before, but this is obviously bad. Yeah. But it shows heart. It shows heart. In it. And so the, the guy, the other part of the band or the duo du- that duo, sings yeah. the opening, it says, yeah, which means that, you know, like work at it yeah like you have the passion if you just like practice maybe (laughs) yeah and so then the main judge basically says that you know Uh, hey um, so that basically we're not shutting you down just go go out and uh, it's like we're excited to see like where you could eventually come but we're not giving you a record deal (laughs) yeah exactly and so you hear the announcer saying you know we let's see what we'll find out with spilk later on you know and so they all uh, they all clap because they like they felt his heart in the song yeah, so whatever it was, it yeah, was at it's least... Like, it's cool that they didn't hear it, so it's one of those things mm-hmm. where like, we can just fill in our head an imaginary song that, yeah. we're like, that, rage, that was not good, but enough to be like, oh, maybe this guy actually cares. Yeah. Because he also was a jerk before. He was a jerk. <laughs> I mean, that's just it. I, I was actually, I was preparing myself mentally while we were watching the episode for him to win and get a record deal, and mm-hmm. I was like, that's not... I wouldn't have been happy with it. I would have been very upset if he won just because he finally makes it good music, yeah. quote unquote. But yeah, so the ending is it's like, yeah, you have promise if you actually care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
which is like, it just just goes to show that if she just hadn't like told him he was amazing the whole time, he might have actually gotten good. Yeah. <laughs> so we, he's backstage and she's there, and you know they're kind of talking sort she's of. She's like, awkwardly. I just realized that that was a love song. And he's like, Yeah. He's like, know. He's like, and you call yourself my number one fan. Yeah. So and, it goes to to Arto or what did I say Arto? He goes to Shotaro and he's you know typing. Just on so you know, there is away. very. I've told you before. There's very very little kissing. Yeah. In Common Rider, so it's like. It's like they are almost, it's like, this is where you'd kiss. This is obviously where we yeah. kiss. If and this was put, made in America, then yeah. She just puts her head on his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> and just says, what? What? It's like they're going what? through the effort not to. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weirder thing that they're not. <laughs> so so we get because to show Tara doing his wrap up with, yeah. the, with the typewriter. And he's talking about how they he's gotten a job where at the factory where she works. Yes, because before she was supporting him. Yeah. And so now he's supporting himself. Yeah, as and, well and, as and, you and know. He, they even say he's like I don't know if he's going to keep singing or not but he looks, looks happy he looks happy the two of them are like working towards a goal now mm-hmm. uh, and so then walks in Queen and Elizabeth with their CD which I bet was an actual CD uh huh because like I said they're actual idols and uh, they were AKB forty eight they were yeah. in AKB forty eight yeah it actually I, credits them at the start I noticed that yeah. it said that they were in AKB forty eight but they were also because they're also a duet in AKB forty eight so they released their own albums right. Um. So, uh, yeah, they they were credited. Yeah, they, they were credited, and like most likely, this is their yeah. actual album came out at this time. They got a deal because they would have won had that not happened. Well, they say they drew, they made a drawing. Yeah. So, so they're talking about how um because well the reason why I hadn't said it yet is because they they put the CD in, you hear it, and everyone's like, oh, okay. But they look over, and Akiko's not jamming. They're like, what what's going on over there? And you see her. She's dressed up in like a business lady, like super or not necessarily business lady, but like a, like a high class elegant womanly outfit and she's sitting very straight properly and she's like doing she's the like calligraphy. Doing calligraphy it's just i it's like i am a woman uh, yeah <laughs> and uh so then yeah so they said that you know we we basically what happened is after jimmy nakata lost they went back and looked at some of the previous contestants they, they did a drawing yeah and so that they won and then they showed him a magazine but they're like well we don't get it though because you somehow got the headline it's him and and philip yeah they were uh, the, they were the main ones and and he's just like, uh, uh that's funny. It's just like, and yeah. he's getting pinned against the wall. And then Philip comes out. And he's wearing the mask, and he's just like, Shutaro, have you heard about this thing called Enka? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the mask, like, let's go sing Enka now. And he's just like, he's like, ah, oh, enough uh, with the music. No more music. This is a detective agency. And they're like, oh, but you're not good at it though. <laughs> and it, they're like, oh, you're not good at it. And they all walk away. And he's like, he literally grabs his heart. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. And that's the end of the episode. I, it's just like you're attacking the very core of my being. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, a good episode. Yeah. But what's your suck? Um, so my suck's actually that I didn't hear the song. And not because, you know, it, it, fit, it fit well for the story. It's just that I was actually curious to see how well he can do if he's not doing that weird screechy for the sake of it. So I was yeah. kind of hoping that was going to be the moment where... He sings, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I know he actually does have he does have chords. He can make a voice that sounds good. Yeah. Um, and that's really because I don't have anything that I actually hate about this episode. It's just, it was a good episode. Yeah, it's, it's hard sometimes to figure out what to do with it. Um, so for me, my suck would probably be um, the, it's, it's a weird one, but it's like, why did you end up with Joker Extreme? Yeah. You have a there's, there's like you just used a, f- a combination we hadn't seen and there's like two like why there, even there switch is, there is a finisher for every combo yeah so why even switch yeah you just waste of time just use the uh, I don't remember what uh, metal cyclones finisher is uh, and that's just good enough reason to use it then right yeah you know? uh, 
I remember Joker Extreme, a metal branding, uh, full burst, I think is what it's called when it's Luna Trigger. And then I remember Cyclone or uh, Joker or Heat Joker is the one with the grenades or whatever. Yeah. Something grenade. Uh, yeah, I think it's Joker grenade uh, because uh, uh, Joker and Luna is, you haven't seen it yet, it's Joker Strange. Um, but yeah, so it's like, you have all these other ones that like, because I don't remember them because they're not barely used all the time. Right. I understand why, because they have the effect. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's cheaper, and it gives an excuse for him to get knocked off the roof. And Yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, so that It was, is what it is, but then if, if you like the whole episode, what do you nitpick, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like you had a cool combination with with Metal Cyclone, and you could have used that cool- Squandered. Yeah. Wasted. So what is your Segoy? Oh, man, it's just the co- the filming behind the comedy this episode was excellent. Like, when she was being dramatic on the on the theater floor, it was perfectly filmed at the right angle with the right lighting and exactly yes. what she's doing. And the chase scene on the beach, it was just great. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it. It didn't feel, like, forced wacky, even though, you know, it is, because you're throwing in a joke in the middle of nowhere, but it was yeah. good, you know. Yeah. Uh, just, I think if I'd go with the Segoy, like, there is a really good contender for the 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 ridiculous henshin because they're super serious when they do it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah because it's like you know ryu is dressed in like a sharp suit and tie but he looks ridiculous next to them because yeah. they're not only really ridiculous exactly like he looks like he's the one out yeah <laughs> um but i think uh i think my sugoi is this the creepiness of uh weather yeah where it's just like you 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 told us yeah but now you're showing us yeah especially when you think about the fact that he's uh he's a general practitioner and people yeah. come to him for help and then you're yeah. like has he ever given bad advice specifically just for the to see what happens yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah just the concept of it is it like it, it cuz it's like uh, a doctor is to be trusted, yeah, and it's like he's a bad guy, yeah. And then, well, then you like you put it. The fact is that psychopaths they'll put themselves in power positions so mm-hmm. that way they can, you know, yeah, do what they can do whenever they and just whenever they yeah. want. But I just love the fact that like we've been told how uneasy he makes everybody, and then you actually get to see it, and you actually get to see it. Like like when you first see him, you're like, oh no, he's like he's just this doctor guy. But then when he's in the weather persona, you're just like, oh yeah, this guy's this guy's creepy. He's freaking weird, yeah, yeah. And just the way he talks, the, mm-hmm. the, just the licking of his lips and stuff like that. It's just like, uh, yeah. So I just I just love that when you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm rooting for the guy who's experimenting on children. Yeah. Come on, Sarah. Take him down. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now we have to decide on the writer ranking. And so right now, Double is number one. Yeah. And Excel is number three below Vulcan. Yeah. So. It's hard. I don't know. It, it's kind of a rough one right there. It's because it's like, on one hand, it's cool that he helped do the investigation on this one but that also has to do with Shotaro being the one that needs to go see Jimmy but he also he analyzed his fight figured Mm -hmm. out why he was the way he was and he didn't go all out against Double when Double attacked him right uh, I do feel like that's a step up. Yeah, yeah. it's like, but it's he, like, you're, it's like usually Terry only Avadil Isboy only had two modes, right? <laughs> I mean, the thing is though, I I really like Vulcan and like his his position in the story right now is uh, it's important, but it's not like taking this the the focus away from. Yeah, I can understand it. I can I can understand leaving him. Uh for me, I like I'm I'm not gonna advocate to like move him up, but like in my mind, he is moving up because mm-hmm. of something that happened in this episode. That won't really be like come into focus where you're like, oh, that's the reason why it was like that. Till Until later. Later, yeah. later. I mean, so that's the thing, too, is I feel like 
I have. I'm going to remember this. Like the next time that we do a writer ranking about XL doing something cool, this is going to be part of that, and it's yeah. going to be going forward, right? Same thing. Hopefully, Vulcan also has does something really cool, and they they continue to compete. Yeah, I'm not going you know? to tell what is like affecting because it's like a spoiler for later yeah, on. Yeah. But like, yeah, something happened in this, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I actually just recognized it this time when we watched it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's why. Yeah. See, the, I guess the hard part for Excel here in the writer ranking is that. Uh, in Vulcan has been in his show longer, so he's had more character development. Yeah. So they're very similar characters. It's just he's farther along the yes. path so far. Yeah. But you, I can clear, I can see what you mean about them being very similar. Yeah. Like where it's it, like where it's like Vulcan is just like taken. It's like just like oh yeah, this is, we'll just make this guy again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it, it, it's there's some differences. Yeah. There's but, enough differences. You know. Yeah. Um, like I'm not I'm not like oh this is a carbon copy and I don't like him. No, I like both. Yeah. yeah. We can do this again. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, in uh, uh, Drive, the whole the whole show is about a cop. Um, <laughs> a completely different character. Oh, I, totally. Uh, hopefully, yeah. But then both of them. He's he's the because he's the main writer. Also, mm-hmm. he's the uh, he's the genius who has to be like challenged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like he he like just lays around, doesn't anything, but like right. he literally um. He he's tightens up his tie mm-hmm. and he goes into Top Gear. Yeah, he, ne- he needs stimulation, <laughs> yeah, mental his brain, stimulation. He like is just sits around and needs candy and all day. Yeah, but like when something comes up, he, he his mind goes into Top Gear and right. he solves the case and all that stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that he's that character. Yeah, and then he has his like the the woman cop with him is like beating him to like make him do stuff. Right. Yeah. She like. <laughs> Uh, has a book of like his his exact places he goes so that she can go and get find him. him if she needs him. <laughs> and like literally handcuffs him and like drags him <laughs> back to the police station. Classic, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, but uh, so we're just gonna leave him. We'll leave double at one, excel at two. Uh, or you mean Vulcan at two, excel at three? Yeah, Vulcan. Uh, Vulcan at two, excel at three, and um, uh, so then we can you know get the next. Uh, so the next episode of Coming Around Your Double will be the first part of a two-parter. The peas game. The doll has sticky fingers. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I just feel like there's room for a joke there. Um. So uh. So it's going to uh. It actually has like a, a like a Chucky Killer doll thing in it. Oh. Oh. Okay. Weird. Uh. And so it could be like um. Like, I'm not going to tell you which one it is, but it could be, like, the goofy, creepy, or, like, they could actually try for some creepy, because you never know. Yeah, you never know. Uh, so, uh, it is, uh, I wouldn't say, so, the creepy thing about dolls is that they're not people. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing about it. There's yeah, that's this... 100% what people are afraid of dolls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that's never been my thing, but I can I can get it. Like, so you make a creepy doll movie, and you see somebody getting freaked out about it, and you're like, okay, I see it. It's not me, but I see it. I do. It's you know, like same the, thing with clowns. It's like never been. I've never been afraid of clowns, but then you can understand why they are. Yeah, I do. I get it. Like mass <laughs> figures, clowns, dolls. They're all. They're not human enough. It, uh, this is a little <laughs> side. Uh, it's called the Uncanny Valley, where uh-huh. something isn't quite human. The funny thing about all this is that I'm not scared of killer clowns or uh freaky little creepy dolls when I'm watching a movie. But if there was a clown trying to kill me, <laughs> or if there was a possessed doll. That just kept appearing in my hallway. Yeah, they'd be like, "That's a different story." That's a totally different. Suddenly, now it's a little freaking scary. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, but our next episode will be a common writer zero one. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not afraid of spiders. But if there was a black wid- widow, like suddenly, like I'm so walking I'm through not, a shed, uh, and so, there it so is. Like, I'm not yeah. scared of spiders, but you know what? I'm very cautious when I'm playing Skyrim in VR. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Because those spiders are. Um, 
like six feet tall. Yeah. But it's the same thing. It's like I'm not like creepers in Minecraft are scary when you're playing it in VR. Yeah. Yeah. Because suddenly it's like, oh, there they are right in your face. Or they're behind you. Yeah. Because you'll be like just mining in a tunnel and all of a sudden you're <laughs> you're like, what the crap? <laughs> <laughs> but our next episode, Common Rider 01, is uh, episode 24. It's our turn. And this looks like to be the episode where he regains, he gains control somehow. Of, yeah. Uh, uh, metal cluster. Yeah, because it looks like it's like it looks like he's going deeper into it, but that could be a good thing. Yeah. You know, um, as we've seen with other berserkers. Yeah. Got to go deeper. Yeah. Get in gotta, there. Got to get in there. Start wrestling around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you have any ideas on how um, uh, a good berserker form should be solved, uh, you can email us at fanboyopinion at uh, gmail.com. Follow us on the website, fanboyopinion.com. Follow us on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. And uh, if you want, you can uh, uh, make a dozen or so email accounts, link them all to different uh, iTunes, and just give us five stars. I'm not saying you have to. No. I'm saying that's an option available for your day. Yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> or if you get bored and you yeah. just feel like you want to give somebody some accolades. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, what it is is that in uh, iTunes, if uh, the reviews help to uh, raise up the algorithm or whatever, it's kind of like likes. Yeah. It, it, it puts us, more people see it. Yeah. And then more, more people listen yeah. and, you know. And I understand not wanting us to be known because you like you like like the small. This is our thing. You're like <laughs> I don't want people to know about this. But then if you if we blow up, then you'll be like I was back there during the day. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean seriously, like if you start emailing us, we'll know. We'll call you out. Be like, hey, I remember our first ten guys that emailed us. <laughs> yeah. You know, these are uh, our ride or dies, our OGs. Yeah. So um, until next time, and all this time, I have been Eric. And I'm Eugene. And we will see you next time.